Hey, them epic sounding tunes there. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I've got so much to say about that song. <laughs> welcome to your girl's crusty foot. Welcome to your girl's crusty foot. The place where you should never be welcome to. <laughs> but you're welcome. You're welcome indeed. And please, shout out to our sponsor. If your girl has got crusty foot, kissakemit.com. Kiss Kemit, your girl's got a crusty foot. You find yourself with crusty ankles, crusty elbows, crusty leg, crusty head top, anything, man. Kiss Kemit is the best in all natural skincare. The best in all natural skincare made for us by us. Say it again. For us. For us by, by us. us. I would suggest you get on the website right now, www.kissacommit.com and check out what they're dealing with. You know, if one talks about supporting, supporting black business, well, let a black business support you. Let it support your skincare. Let it support your girl's crusty foot. Your girl's crusty foot. Okay. Today's date, the 2nd of March, 2022. We've got a lot of things to discuss in today's show. Welcome again to your girl's crusty foot. Today, where should we start our discussion? Um, I don't know, man. I mean, you're the producer. You're you're leading. I've already got. I've already started, got somewhere man. where we're starting because there's only one thing on the news at the moment. I'm not gonna lie to you. You know what's happened? Like we we've we've had to redo the intro, and I'm hungry already. <laughs> so right now, I'm a I'm a spectator. I'm gonna let you read lead the way, and then. Yeah, and on. then and then we'll wait for um some. Where we where did we order our food from? I don't listen. Uh, you're in the Hackney area. I want to know. Uh, it's too late for us now, but I want to know whether Sunlight Caribbean was a right place. Oh, the driver's lost his signal. What oh, kind of shit is that? Man. He'll be arriving anytime near. Driver's nearby, arriving any minute now. Then he lost his signal. But yeah, <laughs> we ordered from Sunlight Caribbean on Well Street. For you lot, this is going to be a make or break day for you. Either we're going to plug your business or we're going to badmouth your business, depending on how this jerk chicken sits in my stomach right Oxtel now. does a lot, does a lot. So, boy, takes a lot to get Oxtel right. I can't lie. Well, it's already a gold star if you got it there. Because exactly. more time, more time it's on the menu and go in there and you're like, what? No, no, not Oxtel today. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> still chicken. Yeah, still chicken. Oh, <laughs> uh, so what's your thoughts on World War Three? World War Three? Oh shit! I'm so going swear. straight in. <sighs> yeah. Are we, are we in World War Three right now? Is that is that the scenario? Is that the we scenario? In? Well, that's that's what it was portrayed at when it first started. Oh my god! Right. We're so, in World War Three. But for me, the way it's panning out, no, we're not in World War Three. So what would you, I mean, what would you define as World War Three? What would it need to be? How many countries need to be involved? Okay, because now countries are, 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 for me, countries are dipping their toes. They're dipping their toes in with the sanctions and blah, blah, blah. It's not full on mm. war, you know, military out there. Right now, for me, it's a... It's a dispute between two countries. Mm. It's Israel-Palestine. Mm. So, uh, the first thing I saw when I woke up this morning was um, 
Tyson Fury's press conference yesterday mm. when he's talking about hey um the Klitschko they're Ukrainian right yes, so yes, yes, they're going out there to they're fight they're going out there to fight yep. yeah one of them's the mayor of um Kiev oh is he the mayor of Kiev yes oh, okay. one of them's the mayor of Kiev yes and then um Usyk as well again Ukrainian I think he's going out there to fight and Fury was like sign me up if Britain if Britain get involved in this I feel like a man should what is he said love your wife and fight for your country. Samuel, me and my dad will be down there. Are you joining the cause? Well, it's not my war. I'm telling you that for a fact. Not the way the rhetoric is actually being dismayed mm. on media. It is definitely not a black man's war. Mm. Yeah, I mean, what's crazy for me was watching social media over the last week or so. And then at first it was like, I'm seeing all these all, all my black friends on, on social, like, oh, it's terrible what's going on in Ukraine. And then, you know, some footage surfaced. <laughs> um, and you know what, in fairness, if, I think the, the the most outright response I've got from it is, what did they expect? <laughs> Why were they there? Why is there a black person in Ukraine? Yeah, nah, I ain't gonna lie to you. No. I, I feel that's 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 not it, the, that's not what you should be be saying. Nah, man, it's okay in jest, but if that's what you really thinking, there's a problem because yeah. to be honest with you, if you go around Europe, everywhere I've been in Europe, the same way you're talking about Ukraine is how they regard the UK. I'm like, why would you be in in England? They're exactly. so racist. They're so racist because they see images of Chelsea fans beating up black people on trains or where, wherever it is. This is the image they have of us. So, Europe in hold is racist. Yeah, that's but, like an American turning around saying, "What y'all niggas doing in the UK anyway?" <laughs> like, it's, exactly. Yeah, man, man can be where they want to be, like, and a lot of people are studying in um in Kiev and you know Nigerians. <laughs> <laughs> man, my, everywhere. Yes, my people <laughs> everywhere. Man, everywhere. Yes, hands down. Yeah. We're everywhere. We take opportunity where it comes. Yeah, you know I mean? and so there's nothing wrong with that. Doesn't mean that because we're taking opportunity, you must treat us like some. Third nah. class citizen. Because I'm trying to get, I'm trying, I would like to get black people out like, the mentality of, oh, I can't go there. Oh. Yeah. Because you talk to some people, they're still in like 1982, bro, where they're like, oh, oh, never go there. I wouldn't go to Croatia. I wouldn't go there. I wouldn't go any place yeah, where Croatia there's like. was one of the most beautiful places I've been to. Bro. And as a black person, open, like openly, ha happily. Um, welcomed because mm. we stayed in Airbnbs, yeah. So we stayed in people's houses in different places. We stayed in at least six different towns in Croatia, yeah. Right. And in every single town, yeah, I still talk to the people till now. Mm. The Croatians till now. Not saying they're not, you know what I mean? Not saying they're not, you know, everyone has their racial racial elements, but yes. where the places that I met and the people that I met, yeah, was fine. It's just like the same as you living in this country. Mm. You know what I mean? So, yes. oh, ooh. shit. The Yo, so um, Croatia was a great experience, to be honest with you. Um, it's now this war. Oh, you literally gonna jump in like we didn't take a break. You're gonna try fix some continuity. <laughs> we just took the longest half an hour break to eat our food, and I'm gonna try to jump back into the conversation oh. like like it's just gonna flow like yeah, I'm yeah, Croatia. You know, it's gonna flow like you know. That's the master of editing. <laughs> yeah man I mean I mean the case on point is that like um yeah there's racism across the whole of Europe um we 
for us to look at black people in a certain country and say, oh, well, what are you lot doing in the, in the first place? It's kind of stupid, kind of ignorant. So, mm. like, if anyone's saying that with any kind of seriousness, just slap yourself in the back of the head and, <laughs> and think twice in it. But um, I think one thing we are going to see as um, um the one who's, like, went up to the... um. What's that army called? The um, it's like the People's Army kind of thing. No, I have no idea. Who's the People's Army? Oh, I'll get back to that anyway. But um, this last thing guy and his friends from the gym, they decided um to go and fight in the Ukraine. Oh yeah, I see that. I see the light skin guy. That's right. it. Yeah, I see the light skin guy. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I don't think that's a trend that's gonna spread throughout my community. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so I can already see the debates in a couple of weeks when people are really trying to do that. And you know, we're outspoken, so black people can be like, "No, ain't our war. We ain't getting." And it's gonna spark whole debate about nationalism and national identity and whatnot. And uh. But um, nah, man, nah. Why would but I? The real thing I really want to know about is the sanctions. I want to know what's all these sanctions that's going on. Like, tell okay. me a bit more about that. That's really what. I, uh, yeah. So the sanctions are kind of the um. It's like a cold war in effect, where you have a war without having a war. So they're just trying to find as many effective ways of. Um, laying down discipline without actually like going out there and fighting. So yeah, the sanctions, they've hit every Russian with sanctions. It don't matter who you're politically aligned to. Yeah, that's the problem. Though. How long you've been out there, if you're Russian, you, your bank account's getting frozen, they're seizing your assets. So I've seen a thing with like there's um only fans workers have had their um their accounts frozen so they can't access their money. So, oh, oh, the actual OnlyFans performance. Workers, yeah, yeah, oh, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, a lot of Russian girls are. Oh, yeah, OnlyFans, yeah. Yeah, in the corner there. So, um, and some of these girls ain't been living in that country for, psh, they've been nationalized Americans or English, wherever they are, but they ain't been, they've had no part of Russia. They're not fans of Putin. But it's like, it's like holding every Englishman accountable for what Boris Johnson does or says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like that, imagine, that would imagine. horrify most people. It's the same kind of thing. So, but has it affected football? Um, same, same kind of thing. Well, yeah, just taking... yeah, cross sport. These sanctions have pretty much. I think that's what's been seen as their most effective sanctions right now. Because with the financial sanctions, most of the bigger players, you're not really going to hit them because they got so much money tied up in the city already. They've funded so much of our political parties and political figures that so you kind of almost in an untouchable space. Mm -hmm. But sports-wise, I mean, we've seen it before where you've seen Russia banned from Olympics and all that kind of thing. But now they're banned from all football competitions. Um, there are, yeah, they're not. They're and not that's national and club teams. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. national club teams. Their club teams have been pulled out of the Champions League and Europa Sports or wherever they was in. And yeah, internationally, they're not going to be at the World Cup. Is Gazprom still the sponsor? No, okay. Gazprom are no longer the sponsors. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's that's probably one of the bigger deals because that's a that's got financial implications yeah. to it as well. Massive. Is it fair? Is it fair if you're like if you're a Russian footballer? Nothing to do with politics. You're just you a know, Russian You're footballer. just doing your job yeah. on a daily basis. You know, you you you've got your team through to the next round in Europe. 
You've been looking forward to this. And next thing you know. Let's, okay, let's take it away from Russia. Let's just use it as the example used earlier on with Boris Johnson. Right. If you're an English Premier League footballer, yeah, you're, what's his name? What? Foden, for example. Right. Yeah, You're Foden, you're playing football normally. All of a sudden, Boris Johnson decides, oh, you know what? Fuck France. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to war with France. Yeah. Mm. And the rest of the world are, are like, you know what? We're removing removing Man City, removing all these teams from the Champions League, and all these people have to suffer. Yeah, nah, it's it's messed up. It's messed up. It don't when you put it like that, you kind of see how illogical it is, because we appreciate the distance between a footballer and um a political figure. Mm-hmm when we think of it in English context, but when we think about Russia, they created such a kind of, um, I don't want to call it racist, but they created such a propaganda machine around it. It's like, you think Russian, you just think Russian. Russia. Like, <laughs> whether you're a football ballerina, you probably have dinner with Putin and you're, you know what I mean? There's no kind of distinction between anything. So, this has been something they've been working on for years. Kind of like, always look at how they use propaganda. And as much as we talk about Putin's propaganda machine over there, whatever, we are living in a huge propaganda machine here. Most of us have no idea how the world functions outside of the West. We have this narrow view of communism, of Russia, of China, probably, mm. you know, and we have no real idea because we don't step out of it. When I went to Cuba and kind of saw... Yeah, I was going to say. Like, one thing I'll say is... The whole picture of communism which they paint, which is, you know, be watching these movies for a year where you're fighting against these commie bastards and <laughs> you know, it's kind of most people, and it's 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 something through to the Black Lives Matter thing as well. When um for most white people who wanted to abstain from the whole taking the knee thing, knee thing when they find out that one of the um, founders had like communist views, it's like, oh, it's a communist organization. No, <laughs> no. And that was their thing. Suddenly they say, no, I don't agree with it. It's communist. But without really understanding what communism is, from my understanding of what I've seen in it working around the world is countries which chose to live outside of the US stranglehold in terms of... The financial bank system. Yeah, in terms of central banks and the IMF all got hit with sanctions, all got hit to the point where they can't trade with other people, uh, trade embargoes and whatnot. And they have to adopt a system to survive in them countries. And oftentimes those systems, yeah, you call them communism, but it's kind of like just, that's the last thing left. You've Mm. got no kind of commercial trade to be a capitalist nation at this point. So you start taking other, other measures and that can... When you think of communism, you think of like poverty and abstract, like Russians queuing up for potatoes and shit like that. And what was the experience in Cuba like? First hand, um, for example. Poverty. <laughs> <laughs> it was poverty. But it was, it gave me a different understanding of it if it was not like a chosen system. We had not chosen to like live like this. It's like, okay, what do we do? We can only trade with such and such, such and such, such and such. We can't make money out of our own our own um, natural resources, so we've now got to adopt a system which allows us to function on bare minimals. Um, and as a case, now you look at like China, you say communist country, but it worked. I mean, it worked to an to, extent. 
Yeah, exactly. So you look at like kind of a middle class in China, they've got the highest disposable income of anyone in the world. So you, most places you go to, you're going to notice Chinese tourists spending that the most, you know. Um, so clearly it's not just like the state owning everything of the people living in abject poverty. And it goes back to, I remember you saying when um, people went to Russia for the World Cup. Right, how yeah. Were, how they were very surprised. Yeah, I mean, we forget that so quickly. Remember before before the World Cup in Russia, there was the BBC um, programme about racism in Russia and the racist fan groups, and we found out later that a lot of that had kind of been um, staged um, for whatever reason. Um, but then, yeah, there was a whole scepticism about Russia and they shouldn't be allowed to hold it and what it's going to be like there. And then watch, all of them pundits went out there <laughs> I used to, and it's like, oh, it's great out here. Oh, it's very much not like what we've been told. Oh, it's wonderful, wonderful time. So you just can't take everything on gospel because we live in a propaganda machine yep. as well. And uh, that leads me back to the other topic I was talking about in terms of it's funny how this whole war scenario and COVID scenario, I, I feel the same people that were very against <laughs> the COVID rhetoric, yeah, is yeah. it is, is the same people that's very against this war rhetoric. Right. Um and it's it just leads you back to are some people you know being controlled and are some people trying to break out of the control? You know, it just it's it's like a a maze. It's yeah. interesting. When you say against the war, from what angle do you say against no, the war? No, as in against I mean? the propaganda oh, okay. of the war in terms of, okay, you know, all of a sudden we're, we're being forced on the front line yeah. to say it's World War Three. essentially... When you essentially do... it's, just a, it's just one nation trying to invade another nation. I think because in essence what you do have is, and I don't like the um, left and right configurations. I feel like that's just almost a fallacy at this point. Um the left is not what it was, the right is not what it was. And most people live in between and kind of get shunted to one side because you have one particular view. Um, but essentially what you've got is people that trust Western government and Western media and people which have become very much disillusioned with it. Now, on the disillusionment side, they might tend to more lean towards hearing out what Putin had to say because... Mm. You know, you actually look at like a lot of things outside the Western lens. Veras, he's got some gems where people say, oh, okay, oh, I like that guy. Um, <laughs> and y'all, you got to be very careful <laughs> about saying anything from what you're saying, bro. <laughs> 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 All right, so I will say definitely amongst black people as well. Um, he's made statements before which kind of resonated with us. We've talked about um, Africa's needing to learn to trust each other more and not look at... African leaders looking at European leaders like demigods when they're really not. And the point is, we've got the most resources available to us and the strongest manpower, but we still kind of got this mentality of um, um, looking at Europeans like, oh, what can you do for us? Save us kind of thing. Um, whereas his thing was kind of, you need to be, just have faith in yourselves. Now, generally... <laughs> what do you ever? Yeah, I mean, you got to look, Russia's never been involved in slavery. Russia's never... It's never, it's not got big land grabs all across Africa. So for a lot of people, they might find themselves relating more to the Russian side of things than the Western side of things, which is just so riddled in, like you say, the whole media, propaganda and racism and all this kind of stuff that... 
Who's this now? Yeah, no, sorry. Put the phone on. Real unprepared. Silence. <laughs> um, yes, a lot of people find themselves kind of um going either to one way or the other. And as you know now, as it works, your whole timeline, what you see, is going to be fed for you based on what your beliefs are. If you believe Trump was the greatest, you're going to see a lot of pro-Trump stuff. You believe Trump was the worst. You can see a lot of anti-Trump stuff. Yep, it's all kind of all algorithm. So there in your face constantly. Yeah. So you do get more divided. It gets more divisive, and you do have kind of like two staunch sides who like this side, no vaccines. <laughs> um, but the thing is, you got a lot of whack jobs on both sides, and we kind of like tend to tend to group people or yeah group people characterize to, people by the nut, whack nut jobs exactly yeah. you characterize groups by the nut jobs in that group it's so. because they do that to kind of like disassemble information exactly so they don't actually want you to believe what they're saying because exactly. oh no they're crazy exactly so you know then oh no no they're conspiracy theories exactly so it could be like a video going viral about the um imf and um the amount of debt they put Jamaica into or something, something mm. relevant. And then um, there might be something like this woman talking about 5G towers <laughs> are the reason that we have COVID right now and the Boris Johnson is a reptilian. That one is going to get circulated, mostly going to get pushed because it makes the whole anti-media side look bad, look, look, look like the old crackpots. Mm. And for a media and government who are so used to having control over the narrative and have been trying to get control of a narrative back for the how many years, it's, yeah, it's what they, they, they will do. They will perpetuate that kind of imagery to make you think, okay, go with those internet nut jobs <laughs> or come with us the professionals. Us. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, right. Let's segue. Let's segue over to America for a bit. Oh, and let's segue we... into some music. I'm going to line yeah. it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah I mean. All I've seen on my timeline for the last week or so yeah. is war, Ukraine. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Man runs like, in front of tank. We spent the last 20 minutes talking about war, war, different aspects of it. So let's talk about something that came out recently. Right. I believe it was Young Boy had a new diss track. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. You know, yeah okay. I'm just going straight I in there. I thought we were getting Kanye. No, 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 no. We're boy. going straight in there. We're still talking about beef, innit? So we might as well keep talking about beef. Yeah, I guess so, man. I mean, I'm... Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure. See what it is with, see what it is with like this this like generation of hip hop. It's so divisive for me because mm. my friends go into two different groups. Yeah, those with, that care and yeah. those that don't. And the ones that don't, I I'm I'm part of the ones that don't. Don't. Yeah, yeah. You, you do not <laughs> fuck with this at all. Like you said, GDs, BDs to me the other day. I was like, what's that? GCSEs. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the thing. See the ones that don't care. They're like, yo, why you ain't listen to that? <laughs> but see, I'm a, I'm, I, I am a hip hop aficionado. So, where, wherever it evolves to, I'll always have an interest. I always have, always will. So, what I noticed a couple of years ago, we talked about the NBA Youngboy track, mm, right? Mm. So, I think for me, what that highlighted was, I mean, so anyone who don't know, NBA Youngboy. Rapper from Louisiana. Louis V. Um, I thought it was Chicago. Oh, oh, see, nah, that's what I don't oh, even know. See, see no, nah, that's the other <laughs> side. Um, he's become big. For this generation, for like the youth now, he's like, they call him their Tupac. 
Mm. He's like, he's like there. I, 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 that's bold statements. They, they didn't even know Tupac, so they, nah, can't, really exactly, have, they exactly. can't really make those statements. I, but think hey. they, I think what they're going for is that it's a guy that kind of wears his heart on his sleeve, so he's okay. got them kind of emotional <laughs> tracks and then kind of schizophrenically he's got violent a lot of kids tracks. As well, isn't he? Yeah, I believe so. He's got, like, he's got a kid with my mate with his daughter as well. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyway. And he's abusive. Yeah, he's abusive to her, something like that. I don't I don't know the ins and outs of young So, yeah, there's a whole heap of shit going on in that guy's mind. But, yeah, go but, on. But, yeah, so um, so what happened was, obviously, there was King Von, who was Lil Dirk's cousin. Lil Dirk's from Chicago? Lil Dirk is from Chicago. Hey, I got one right. Lil Dirk is from Chicago. <laughs> All right, so this is like... This can be like a lesson for for older heads listening. That's what I'm saying. That's nineties hip hop niggas. Yeah. When 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 the youngs are talking and you kinda wanna look like you know. <laughs> yeah, we know how that trust me. <laughs> so yeah, your little Dirk Little Dirk's cousin, um, King Vong was in a, some kind of beef with NBA Youngboy about some um one of Youngboy's baby mothers. Two twos now, runs into Quando Rondo, um Youngboy's artist, they have a fight. Um, Von gets shot, killed, and then since then it's been like a back and forth. But what it is is, on what I notice is, so little Dirk is popular in the industry. Mm. Um, the industry is very much like gang related now. See, we went from the nineties where everyone was screaming for their rappers to be real, to the two thousand twenties where the rappers too are real. real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone, you have to be a gang member to get on. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you've got no yeah, ops. We see Kanye, a billionaire, rolling with gang members. Exactly, like, so. Kanye is like a GD again now. Like it's, but it's yeah, you backpack. ain't got ops. You got no album. It's it's done. What are you rapping about? <laughs> um, so yeah, you got like a divide. You got GDs and BDs, which essentially are Chicago gangs, um, black disciples, gang to disciples. Now. A lot of the BD rappers are the ones that blew up first. So your Chief Keith, Lil Reese and Dirks, whatever, all BDs. Um, GDs are mm. the other sets that would be your um, FBG, Duck. You're looking at me like... <laughs> <laughs> FBG, Duck and like um, Ruga, who's got a check with Kanye now. Um, but also in New York, you have... Woos and choose. Right. So and woos are with the BDs. Woos are with the BDs because the choose are comprised of GDs. Right. So someone from Chicago went to New York years ago, set up GDs over there. There's been a thing there since. Okay, okay. Um, so it's kind of split the industry anyway. So you've got on one side you've got like woos, crips, BDs, on the other side, GDs, and anyone else who is not fucking with like that other lot. Yeah. What are the bloods? Um, so it's it's all it's all it's all <laughs> funny now because like Woos have got bloods and crips in them. Okay. Um I would have said predominantly for looking, you look at Woos, Woos is like Pop Smoke. Mm-hmm. Five oh. Five yo um um Bobby Schmurder, Rowdy. Mm, Bobby, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rowdy, yep. So they all they all represent like Crips. I think five years a GDK, but obviously Bobby and Rowdy, Crip based gangs or whatever. Um, but they have got some bloods in the woos. It's kind of like, kind of like you have bloods. But you said Kanye is rolling with GDs. Yeah. But uh, Five O is yeah. BD. Exactly. So it, this is what I clocked. This is what I clocked for my hip hop 
ear. Fabio's got a verse on that track, um, a line on the track, sorry, we're talking about. Niggas need to pick a side. Niggas need to pick a side. Niggas need to pick a side. I like, um, side hopping and he's talking about basically people choosing, like jumping on one side. Mm. And right now in hip hop, like you're either on this side or that side. So Kanye's got a track with Ruger. Ruger is like a GD done like um, GD anthem. And so the skeptics kind of feel like um, Kanye's trying to reconnect with the streets, getting folks behind him again, the car, whatever he's going mm -hmm. through. Mm -hmm. um, and then he releases a big song with Fiverr. Yeah, so he's worked with five year old. He's, well, I'm sure he's worked with Durkin yeah, and before with, yeah, as well. Exactly. Yeah. I guess for them, man, they're like, look, I'm I'm grown past this shit. Yeah, I ain't gonna worry about that. I'm trying to unite the people then, but obviously, yeah, you're you're young so looking at that. You're like, what's But I doing? know you said earlier on that it's hard for in the music industry for someone who's affiliated and working doing tracks with GDs to yeah. do tracks with BDs. Yeah, you're so obviously Kanye is a different different breed, isn't it? So they because they all don't know if they do a track with Kanye, it's going to put them on. So exactly. they, that's one yeah, person yeah, where yeah, yeah. we're secluding. But if so, yeah. if if we're say like some NBA young boy, for example, right? Mm. He did a track with a. Does he who who, does he, who would he do tracks with? Well, no one there because so basically <laughs> while he was in jail on house arrest, or whatever, Dirk had been working with like Gucci Man and. Name every, any popular artist. They're all on like that side. The Dirk, um, Gucci. Little Baby. Little Baby. Yeah, that's where the money is. Like, okay. Gonna... So Little Baby, Young Fug, they're all on the BD side. All on the BD side. Um, yeah, like what are you... This shit stretches. We're talking, we've, we've, we've mentioned Atlanta, Louis it V, Chicago, coast. New York. Like, we're talking coast to coast here. Coast to coast, man. Because like, this is crazy. I'm a clock with the Bloods and Crips team was starting to really kind of take over hip-hop years ago. Um, just when, you know, it's like every single city, every rapper is either a Blood or Crip. It's like, what is going on? Now it's like they're all either Bloods, Crips, BDs or GDs. But the fires were already kind of like building from from early kind of thing. You what know does what I mean? BD stand for? Black Disciple. And GD stand for? Gangster Disciple. <laughs> so Chicago Gangs. So they're all disciples. It's mad. Yeah, the disciples and the disciples are fuckery. <laughs> the United Disciples are fuckery. <laughs> so like, yeah. That's what they just all call themselves. United Disciples are fuckery. That's a great name. Uh, but it's, I, I do think it is a problem in the music thing where you let gang culture become like the most prevalent thing. Yeah, the most prevalent thing. And then it becomes like some managers blackball from the time they come out because they're on the wrong side of things. And um, and then those that are not gangster affiliated just don't get to come out. At all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you just choose a side. Now, nah, you're not you're not a gangster rapper either. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what you do, bro. You gotta have a like hope for TDE saying you, <laughs> or yeah, choose a side. Ch choose a side. <laughs> uh, <laughs> someone that's a like. Is there still that backpacker, backpacker kind of style of hip hop? I don't know, man. I feel like they killed Logic. I feel like Logic was like, like the last kind of young backpack rapper that I remember kind of coming through. So um, there's no, there's no others. Um. That? Who would there be? So I don't, I don't know. It would be. I'm still be, stuck in the nineties. So no, this would I mean? be more your ear. Come on, you listen to them. <laughs> like you listen to like TDE art, TDE artists, right? Like like who? Kendrick Lamar. Oh yeah, yeah, Kendrick. I Absol, listen to Kendrick. Absol. Schoolboy Q. Schoolboy, yeah. 
more what's his name the singer dude with the, with the dreads uh Isaiah Rashad nah <laughs> oh, what's his name he's got a brother that pop, he's got a brother D Smoke D Smoke and his brother no no uh, what's, what's his, what's name, his man? name man damn he's got he's got like what he's got like plets yeah he's got dreads yeah he's got like dreads yeah what long dreads all kind of long big. dreads long dreads oh uh, no I don't know are you sure he's on TDE yeah he's definitely on TDE you see, you know about Isaiah Rashad, though, innit? Sir, sir. Ain't that a chick? No, man, sir, as a guy. Who am I thinking of? Jeez. Oh, I'm thinking of her. Oh. <laughs> 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 nah, I ain't never watched, bro. You know what it is? You might catch me if I think you're about to rap. So it's a lot of singy rappers who just caught me because I thought they was about to kick bars and they okay, just gone into okay, like, mene, 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 mene. But if I know and look at you, think, oh, this guy's about to sing an auto tune. I'm not listening. Nah, he he looks like his name's like Bram Foxworth the Third and shit. He looks like a very regal dread. These guys from Compton. He's from Compton. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! He's got like, a church family or something. Oh man, you need to go home and listen to some Sir and D Smoke, man. You might like it. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Decent. All decent. Right. Very decent. There you go. See. So yeah. It's coming to the end of our show, unfortunately. What time is it? It's two o'clock. Uh, te- technically, I think we can keep going until like they come and throw us out. They don't come to throw us out because there's no one here. <laughs> so all right, let's go through. Quick, quick, get some of the other subjects down the world. What else we got? To get well, what we got? We got to get through. We've gone through some hip hop beef. We got that UK hip hop beef. Did you did you manage to listen to that that Central C album? Nah, no, no, I'm gonna lie. This is not. And one not thing I do have to say is, what's his name? made you think. Do you know that guy made you think that uh, Insta page. Instagram page? Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he he did a big post the other day saying, obviously, he's an older dude and he was really surprised about the Central C album. You know, for a 90s, for a 90s guy like himself, he was surprised that the guy was actually talking adult, adult themes. It was quite an adult themed album. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was, he I was, just he was pleasantly that. surprised. But I don't know whether that's marketing or whether that is him actually yeah. saying his opinion. A few, yeah, I don't know what it made you think. Uh, not a lot, a lot of the man who seem to know him, I don't know who he is. Um, so when you say nineties, is he like, is he that that the age range? He's like our age range. Oh, for real? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Essential C. What I've heard from him has all been like about girl. It's all been girl tune. Mm. So I don't know if it's like more mature girl tune on there or what I find with sometimes of our era and you're not talking about drilling. You're mm. like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, it's a mature content. <laughs> like, but I think that's what he means to be fair. To, to be fair, yeah. Yeah, I guess. it could be, yeah, that, it could be that. I mean, mm. uh, but yeah, the only other thing we had left to talk about was Kanye. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I just say this about Kanye, yeah? I have still not watched the second episode. Oh, you still not watched the, it? No. I thought you were going to watch it before today's episode. I was, but I... The third I, episode's out today. Yeah. I'm going home to watch that now. Do you know how little I care? <laughs> For me, I would... This is... 90s man will definitely relate to this as well. I'm more interested in a documentary about Cappadonna. I am more interested in a documentary about you, God. I hear you. I hear you with that. Yeah? It's I hear like, you with that because it's showing a time of a, a time in hip-hop that you were really into hip hop. But one thing and I did say more about in. this Kanye interview yeah. and was it was based on an album and a period that you did like Kanye. I did like him, but it was like I liked him. How can I put it? How can I put it? And, um, and forget 
Okay, cool. You got Capadonna. Great characters in hip hop. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Correct yourself. Man. Clearly, you don't know who they are. Um, no, good reference, Capadonna. But yeah, not exactly the most standout characters. Like, yeah. Yeah. If I was kind of using that to make a point of like how little I regard the character. <laughs> but Kanye has amassed something that has super surpassed a lot of hip hop rise in terms of in terms of influence money um yeah in terms he of has, those two things alone he has this is this is where surpassed all of them this is, I, I think that's the problem it's like you know like you know that mad guy that mad guy by the station yeah it's like yo probably got a cigarette mm. so imagine you gave him mills like he's still mad, <laughs> but now you just enabled him. Is to he like, mad though, fam? Um, or yeah. Is he the fact that because he's saying his his truth that and it's not something that's going against, it's going following the grain? You call him mad. You got to look at the definition of insanity. So, um, I really feel like with him, it's a case of positive thinking gone wrong. So once you kind of got into that realm of knowing you can create through your mind. Um, and you've seen it work for you so many times that you've made yourself this character. In his mind, it's probably good. He's like, oh my, I am so, I can create anything, I can do anything. So it kind of like, he expects everyone to just go with whatever. He says. His, yeah, whatever he comes up with in his mind because who's to tell him no? He's created all of this from believing in himself and mm. believing in who he is. So it's one thing the documentary yeah. does show highly. If he tells you strong now, strong belief in yourself works. I am the leader of all black people. He really believes that, and <laughs> in his mind now, because he's believed it, he's put it out there. This is what is going to be a reality, and that's where the disconnect comes because you start looking crazy when it's not the reality. Mm. So I don't know. For me, he's like uh, a a good case of the limitations of the power of thought or the dangers of the power of thought. Like, where do you? Can you harness yourself? Can you humble yourself? Can you bring everything into like a context? But it's also an inspiring moment of the powerful. Um, it depends what moment you choose. No, but I'm saying in the fact of self belief, believing um, in yourself, that power of self belief to know that I am the greatest. I'm this. I'm that. I've and got listen. Has I've propelled him. Listen, I've got, listen, he, listen, I've got friends. I've got I've got friends who kinda had the same beliefs on the same medication who are on the same medication as him. The only difference is they got millions. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but he didn't have millions when he's when he but before what I'm the, saying, like, I, See, things that he doesn't say is I've seen that before from other people. Mm. Just they have not got the money to make it a thing. They're bums when they say it. You understand? Mm. Like they say that and it's like, oh my god, that nigga's crazy. Whereas him, you got money and influence. People like it's Emperor's New Coat thing. Emperor's, um, yeah, Emperor's New Coat. Remember yeah, that story? Yeah, I, no. The Emperor, um, the Emperor had a coat, right? So, shit, this is the worst thing of his story ever. <laughs> <laughs> Just retrack it. There was a man who's making a coat for the Emperor, right? The Emperor's like, oh, I don't like that coat, I don't like the coat. So the Emperor man said, oh, fuck this, man. I'm going to make you a coat and I'm going to tell you it's the greatest thing in the world. So they gave him a coat, but it was no coat. He was wearing nothing. He was naked. And everyone was like, oh my God, that coat is great. And everyone believed 
and he started to believe the quote was great because everyone told him the quote was great. Mm-hmm. Now, that is not the story at all. And I can't even tell you how it relates anymore because I fucked that up so badly. <laughs> but if you know what the Emperor's quote was about, just apply that <laughs> <laughs> to what I was talking about. To what I was talking about and it will, it will come together. <laughs> so, um, nah, man, I think, like I say, we can, you, get, you get moments of inspiration um, like with most with any human being and you get moments of abject what the fuck are you doing yeah of course and but with every human being like some people make it and some people don't and you know 100 people have the the, the same self belief in themselves and only one out of those 100 people make it that's with everything but so welcome to it not everyone is supposed to have the keys to the kingdom true um and that's, I don't think, like, when I look at his character and whatnot, I just don't feel like he is, he should One be of the people p- that should yeah, have the keys to bro. the kingdom. I feel like he's an idiot, bro. I don't care, like, how many people tell me he's the greatest world or whatnot. I watch him exploit people all the time. I watch him go from this side to, oh, people are mad at me for saying that slavery was a choice, so... I'm taking back to church. Come on, black people. You love some church. Hey, we're going to do churchy stuff. And then, he's, oh, he's oh, mar- now, now, I'm a G, now I'm a GD again. Yeah. And I'm sending goons to get Pete Davis. Like, like I think he plays you lot so fucking badly. And everyone just goes for it because we're in a like, idol-worshipping state right now mm. where, because it's Kanye. It's like, oh, my God, it's Kanye. But to me, there's no difference in Kanye and the crackhead down the bottom of the road. To me, I don't like. I don't put him on a pedestal like that. Mm. I like some of his music, but no, I like a lot of people's music. Fair enough. You know, that's 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 the truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's it for today's show. To be fair. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, it's you know, been fun. Yeah, it's the first show. Just trying to get used to the rhythm and pacing of this thing. That's and, it. That's it. And see how the thing is sitting in down. Um. Yeah, we got through what we need to get through. Got my food in the end. <laughs> I want to say once again... Um, shout out to our sponsor. Shout out to the sponsor. Also, go and... Um, well, you can do the UE Cakes, UNK's Cakes. I feel oh, like you yeah. should be like, shout we'll out We'll do that, well. we'll do that, we'll do that. I'll do that next f- week's show. Yeah, I was thinking that should be an element of the show as well. I know. Like, we just Where give we people... Have, we have some cakes, yeah. Yeah, we'll, yeah, and we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll see eat. How, yeah, see how exactly. they develop. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, definitely go check out Kiss Akemet. Your girl's crusty for... Your girl's crusty foot. First episode. This is like the the pilot episode. No guess. Exactly. I don't know what that means. I just shut up when he done that because I don't know if that means we've done that. Is that your way of saying we're wrapping it up? We're wrapping it up. All right, cool. It's been fun. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to your girl's crusty foot. Nah, let's get on before rush hour. Let's get out of here.